All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming back. King and I Life podcast. We are talking about coping with 2021, and we want to jump back in. If we want to, um, we're gonna talk about the emotional effects of, of of this thing. So let's jump back into it. But um, you know, as far as emotional effects, I think I I, I feel more for the kids and the elderly people. Right. Um, the elderly people because you know they're already limited in in the activities and things that they can engage in and this here um is a drastic change for a lot of them um granted they have experienced a lot of things you know before our time right and, and those who are fortunate enough to still be with us they have experienced things during our time so you know they've experienced a lot of things um you know you have to think you know i, I was born in 73 so anybody who is a parent aunt uncle or you know grandfather or anything like that you know they went through civil rights and all that stuff so you know they've been through some stuff now coming to this time where things have changed drastically from there that's a that's an emotional effect that you know it, it take some getting used to and in, in, in adapting um, and then when it when you think about the kids you know again they they in this 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 fast life society yeah. and, and it's come to a halt and it's bad enough before this they really didn't know how to get their emotions in check especially with social media and stuff like that now they're leaning more heavily on social media but they don't actually have any real um, outlets out there for where they can really um, get that 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 social interaction because it, it's not the same. You know, you're on social media trying to fit in, trying to live up to trends and this, that, and the other, but at the same time, you still got to be around people and, and they don't know how to adjust. They don't know how to handle it. Um, yeah. I don't even know what to say when it comes to that. Yeah, it's definitely a big adjustment um, for the younger people. Uh, again, because they have so many outlets and so many platforms to be on, you know, with the, the social uh, media. Um, I think that it's, it's a good thing, but it's a bad thing at the same time because it's a good thing because it gives them, you know, a way to reach out to their friends and to express themselves a bad thing because they start becoming more and more dependent, you know, upon those systems. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, they forget that, you know, let me put this phone down and interact with the people here in my home, right. <laughs> whether it be a sister or brother or, you know, their mother or father or, you know, whatever the case may be. But uh, I think for older people, the ones that really aren't, on the social platforms like that, you know, it, it really didn't change for them. No, um, not that part. No. But again, the, the thing about it is not being able to interact with, you know, people that they're normally able to do that with. I think that part plays an emotional role or has taken an emotional toll on them. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think that with some older people, you know, it's harder for them to stay in a happier place. Yeah. You know, they're always excited to see their grandkids or their kids or uh, nieces or nephews, you know, whatever the case may be. But when we come into a segment where they're no longer, you know, allowed to, to have that interaction with them, I definitely think that plays a role, you know, with their, their emotional ups and downs. Yeah. You have to also think, um, even if it's not even the grandkids, you got to think about the ones that are used to going to the senior centers and, and bingo and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they, you know, that interaction right there. And, you know, we already know that, you know, with, with a lot of people, um, especially older people who are like working later in life, you know, for some of them, if they stop working, their life is nothing to them. Their life has no meaning. So when you look at, you know, when you look at this and and they go through that, it's, it's I think it's a little more devastating because it's like you have the ability to do these things, but, you know, because of your them being highly susceptible to catching, you know, the, 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 the virus and stuff like that, they got to be more careful. Um, and it's like, if, if they were stubborn before, <laughs> yeah. stubborn <laughs> they definitely got to be there now. Please believe it. And, and dealing with this, a hard, a hard head will definitely make a soft ass. Definitely. Make a soft ass. Um, so, yeah. Um, but Exposing societal flaws on a deeper level. Um, when I think about that, I have to look at the fact that as a society, we have a lot of issues. Um, this pandemic has not only elevated some, it has also shown the ugliness of others um, right one thing that i can say is you see how people have a real disregard for other people's well-being um i say that to say some people don't give a damn about wearing a mask um like they will blatantly give you an attitude or give an attitude because they don't want to wear a mask. And my thing is like, you don't care about other people? Like, come on now, help me understand. Yeah, it, it definitely, you know, I, I get it to a certain extent uh, where people feel like they don't want to wear the mask. Um, again, they, they feel like it's restricting their breathing. Some of them, they just feel like, you know, I'm going to rebel against this shit because I don't agree with it. And again, for me, the the reason I choose to wear the mask, you know, while I'm out in society or, you know, around people is one for me on keeping myself safe. And two is I don't need the drama. Right. <laughs> you know, it's people go looking. Yeah, people go looking at your ass all crazy and you know, they wanna make an issue with you over this damn mask. So, you know, just to keep down on the drama and again, to protect myself, I have no problem whatsoever, you know, wearing the mask. And I can't tell you how many times I've gotten out of my car and started approaching a uh, store or something like that. I'm like, damn, oh, man. 
got my mask. <laughs> so we got to walk my behind all the way back to the car, get my mask, reapproach. But uh, I think to a certain extent, people look at it, one, as, as disrespectful mm-hmm. because of the people around you. And two is you just don't give a damn about anyone else but yourself. Mm-hmm. So. You can also see how nasty people are too. Yes, yes. It's like, yo, if you was that nasty before this, oh, <laughs> like I definitely can't be around you. It's like you have no, no, no chill, no filter, no yeah, no, no disregard for anyone other than yourself, man. That's that's it, crazy to me. Get it, and, and and you know, and the other thing that that kind of blows my mind, you know, when it comes to society. Um, these people who have chosen to um just violate conventional wisdom and 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 direction and and put themselves in situations to where they're in uh groups of of just crazy numbers um and i don't want to bring this dude's name up but you know he's had a whole bunch of events where people was there with no mask and you know, people get sick and then they looking crazy. And it's like, first of all, I don't understand why you feeling some kind of way and looking crazy that you got sick when you knew damn well that you shouldn't have been at that event. And first of all, you shouldn't have been at that event. Secondly, if you was going to go there, you should have wore a mask or something to protect yourself um, or whatever the case may be. And the crazy thing is, you go, you may be asymptomatic, and you go home and you give it to your family. Now you're looking crazy, like, oh, I don't know where they got it. Well, you just went to this event with a with a thousand people. What do you expect? Yeah, like, and it's like I, I get the whole thing of people are still trying to make their money doing this, this uh, situation, but at the same time, people have to be, you know, cognizant of you know how they carry themselves in these situations. Like, there is no entertainer whatsoever that I can think of dead or alive <laughs> that I'd be willing to go see their damn show right now. No entertainer, no political person. Hell no. Nothing. There's nothing out there that's going to make me say, hey, uh, uh, this joker going to be in my city or close by, so I'm going to go out here and rock with a, with a thousand other people with no mask. And I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. Not doing it. Nope. Mm-mm. You okay. know, if I ain't going to a church, I'm damn sure as hell not going to no damn club. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going damn to the club, no rally, no nothing. Not unless nope. we gonna, you know, not unless it's gonna be a limited access and you know space between us. <laughs> like, but even still, it's not that serious. No, it's not that serious. it can't be. Mm-mm. Not for me, it's not. Not gonna be able to do it. So, with that being said, what are your thoughts on this vaccination? Are um, you willing to take it? I'm willing to take it. I'm a, I'm going to say this because I kind of put my foot in my mouth when it comes to this. Um, when they were first talking about oh, we got a vaccine, we got a vaccine. I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not taking the vaccine. They made it too fast, blah, 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 this and that and other. And then um, I had to really sit back and think. Um, and and I know 
and I and I kind of had the Tus Tuskegee uh, effect on my brain. But I have to really keep it real with myself. I've taken the flu vaccine. I've been taking that for years. Um, I was anti-flu vaccine for the longest until the, to the to the military said it's mandatory. Um, so I've take, been taking that, ain't been sick. Then I have to look at the fact that I take vitamins um, here and there. More so, I've been taking them regularly. Um, I have to also take into consideration... I will take medicine if I really need to. Like, if I get a, a, a fever or something like that or a cough, yeah, I'll hit some cough syrup or, you know, you know, this, that, and the other, whatever the case may be. Um, so I have to say, if it comes down to it, I'm going to take medicine. First of all, I don't like taking medicine because I don't know all the side effects to any medicine out there. Vaccine or not, I don't know what you're putting in there, especially since they have generic drugs and this, that, and the other. Now, I also have to look at the fact that COVID is not new. And and people need to understand that COVID is not new. It's been around for the longest time. Um, if you If you look at a lot of your home cleaners and disinfectants, if you look at all the things that it that they kill covid is on there hiv aids is on there um uh sars is on there a lot of the illnesses that have been big pandemics or whatever have been on these products for years so you have to think a lot of these vaccines have been in production for years. So regardless of what you think about it, it's not that they come out that fast. We also, also people take into consideration that, you know, there's a lot of man-made illnesses out there, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But if it's going to prolong my life and it's going to afford me the ability to move freely when I want to go somewhere I'm going to take it am I jumping in the front of the line to take it no I'm not um, but I'm not anti-vaccine and I feel like if it's if it has more of a potential to hurt to help me than hurt me I'm going to take it that's how I feel about it well my thoughts are this right keep in mind people I'm from Alabama Tuskegee Tuskegee was a prime example for the people from Alabama. If they give it to them on, on purpose, purposely, it just gives you something to think about, right? So I'm not going to sit up here and tell you, no, don't take it. I would never do that in a million years. You do what you feel is best for you. As far as where I stand, uh, um, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'll put it to you like that. I am. He ain't say no. He said he's waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. So 
again, put two and two together, I'm sure you'll figure that one out. Oh, but um, I just, in good conscience of knowing how certain people on this planet get down and what extent they'll go through to, to make sure you know, that their uh, agendas are, are taken care of. I just will put it to you like this. I reserve my opinion for that. And that's how I'll leave it because I, I, I realize I have a voice here. I have a platform here and I would never ever, you know, again, tell any of our viewers to uh, not take the vaccine. What I will say is think for yourself. If it uh, is on you to take it, then take it. If it's on you not to take it, then don't take it. Just as simple. So your your destiny is in your own hands, uh, and that's that's how I leave it. You know, it, it's it's funny, um, not hee hee ha ha funny, but it, it's 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 funny that you know a lot of people. I know, and, and I can understand, you know, your stance on it being from Alabama. Um, but it's funny that a lot of people look at Tuskegee as the measuring stick for, especially for us. Um, and, and I'll say us as in, you know, blacks, Native Americans, Hispanics, or whatever the case may be, people of color. Um, it's very ironic that we use Tuskegee as the measuring stick for us particularly not taking vaccines and stuff like that. But you also have to take into consideration that that didn't only happen to us. Um, it's pro prominent and popular for us to look at Tuskegee as, you know what, they do this to us, so they're always going to do that to us. Um, the military particularly has experimented on more than just us um the the medical field has experimented on more than just us um you have to look at the fact that uh they didn't test lsd on just us um right where i live i live right outside of uh Edgewood Arsenal, which is part of Aberdeen Proving Grounds, and this was a place where they tested a lot of the uh, chemical agents and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't solely test that on us. You know, LSD is one of those things that they had out here. Um, mustard gas is one of those things that they had out here. Um, and then another thing that I want to bring up um, I don't know if anybody has heard of um, Bikini Atoll. It's, uh, it's a group of islands in, in, in the Pacific Ocean where a lot of the natives from that country, um, they, they probably, I did, a, I did a report on this when I was at school last year, in the Army school. Um, they did nuclear tests out there with nuclear weapons above and below the ocean to test the effects of nuclear weapons on ships. Uh, you know, back then, the military was very segregated. So 
it wasn't a lot of us who was out there. It was a lot of them out there. And a lot of them out there at that time, we did not have the, the protection type of equipment that we have now. So a lot of them went out there and were affected by radiation. So I say all of that to say, I agree with you. You make the decision for yourself on whether or not that you get vaccinated or not. But keep in mind that um, if you take any type of medicine, any type, if you go to the doctor for any type of procedure, you don't know what you're getting. If you take anything over the counter, you don't necessarily know what you're getting. So, yes, make the best choice that you can make for yourself. Make the best choice that you make for yourself. And I guess that's all I can say. <laughs> I, I can't even say anything more than that. But, um, again, I'm going to take it. I'm not going to be the first in line to take it. Do I worry? Yes, I worry. I worry when I take vitamins. I worry when I have to take over-the-counters. I worry with every prescription. I worry with everything because I don't trust it. You know, there's so many commercials out there with a, with a pill that can help with this and give you 20 side effects. And that is my point when I, when I say that. Um, so, yeah. I'm taking it. Everybody else, you do what you gotta do. Um, you know, I, hey, and if you don't take if you don't want to take the vaccine, do everything within your means and within your power and within your your level of intelligence and comprehension to take care of your health. Um, Definitely. Natural is is always the best. Um, and that even go, boils down to what you put in your body on a daily basis. Keep in mind that has an effect on your health. That's why people are running around here with hypertension, diabetes, uh, and all kind of stuff because of the things that we put in our body on a regular basis. And when you think of Tuskegee, when you think of internment camps in, in Germ Nazi Germany, when you think of nuclear weapon testing and chemical agent testing, keep in mind everything that you put in your body is a test. It is a test. A lot of this stuff that we consume, we were not meant to be consuming. So you go out there and eat that bag of chips, that Snickers, them gummy bears, that soda, this, that, and the other. Keep in mind, it's made in a lab. Yes, sir. When it comes to that, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah, and and let me let and and since I said that, going back to self care. Definitely keep in mind what you put in your body because a lot of people are getting ailments like high blood pressure and stuff like that because of the things that they're eating because of this pandemic. They're not exercising. They're just eating whatever. They're, they're not taking care of themselves. So, you know, on those two points as far as the vaccine and self-care, physical and emotional things, make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you look out for yourself because that is what's going to bring you out better on the back end of, of this whole thing. Yes, sir. And and that's the best thing that I could say. Um, 
I'm definitely going to, you know, um, take these words to heart and, and, and do better with myself as far as my, you know, physical exercise and stuff like that. Um, you know, mentally I'm pretty good. Um, I don't, I don't stress, uh, well, I try not to, um, I do remind myself that I can only do whatever's in within my means. Everything else outside of that, I tell everybody all the time, I have a good prescription of fuck it pills. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a good prescription of fuck oh, it pills. That's a good one. I got to remember that one. And I've been taking, the, I've been taking them jokes for years because people be like, oh, you so nonchalant, blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> like, I mean, what can I do? I got two choices. Either I can stress, I can, or I can say fuck it, or I can, hey, find a way to make it happen. And most of the times I find a way to make it happen or say fuck it <laughs> because, hey, I got time for stress. No, man. No. I, I totally agree with you on that, that stress tip, man. Stress is one of the most destructive things we can allow our, our bodies and our minds to uh, take part in. So I, I really can't add anything more onto what, what King has already said. Um, again, just take care of yourself the best way you can. And make the decision that, that, that you can live with. Yes, sir. Regardless of what they are and what they pertain to. Uh-huh, because at the end of the day, you are the one who's in charge of what goes into your body. Please believe it. You are in control of your life, period. Yes, sir. (laughs) Nobody controls your life, not even COVID. Nope. Mm. So once again, we want to thank everyone for joining in with us as we bring you another episode of the King and I Life podcast. Yes, I think that was a pretty good discussion, man. Definitely, definitely. I didn't think it was going to go that long, but it was a good discussion. Um, no, no, because we actually had this one in the bag for a minute, and we kept dancing around it. And tonight just happened to be the night where we felt, hey, you know what? Let's pull it out, and let's go ahead and give it a whirl. But, yeah, everybody out there, man, just take care of yourself, man. Um, don't let this pandemic kick you down. Um, I know one thing that I forgot to mention. I know it's a lot of people out there using the pandemic as an excuse not to do things. Yep. Um, it's a female friend of mine that I talk to here and there. You know, she's complaining about, oh, I, I, I'm, it's hard dating. I don't want to go out because of COVID. And I'd be looking at her. You know, she'd be sending me pictures of her going here, there, and everywhere. I'd be like, you full of shit. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, find us on whatever podcast platform that you listen to, whether it's Google, Apple. Uh, Breaker, Spotify, iHeart, um, uh, whatever. Uh, I'm only saying that because we on them. Um, we are mm-hmm. worldwide. Follow us on Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. We're going to be live, 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 live February 17th with Sweat Artiste, um, young man that's out of uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, good music. Uh, go go look him up. Um, but other than that, um, stay tuned for the next one. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hit us up. King and I three six nine at gmail.com. 
And uh, hey, we out. Peace.